0: What's up everybody, it's Jacob Deaton, and I'm back again with another episode of Southern Wedding Professionals, and today I have the privilege to sit down with Vine's Mansion's Pam Wood. That was kind of hard to say. How are you doing this morning?
1: Good, how you doing?
0: I'm great. Um, you know, just, uh, I got up this morning and I had a cup of coffee and I realized that I needed two, so I made another one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> one
0: of those days. It's one, yeah, it's one of those days. I, I had a really late night last night just working um, on a whole bunch of stuff. And I looked up and it was like two in the morning. And I, I, I never stay up that late anymore, um, especially in COVID times. I'm like such a methodical sleeper, but I guess I was just in the mode last night. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <Yep. laughs> it happens. So tell me, Pam, how are you doing? What's, um, what's the latest in your world?
1: I'm doing good. And I mean, we're just trying to get our business going again after this COVID, like you say, and get Mm -hmm. moving with it.
0: Right. So, um, since you brought up COVID, let's talk about that a little bit. And, uh, you know, the COVID situation as far as for businesses, um, it's I've, I've seen from my interviews so far that it's had varying, um, effects on people. So some people are like, well, it doesn't really hasn't really bothered me too much. Uh, And then some people it's like totally wiped out uh, their business. Now being that Vines Mansion is an actual venue for probably wedding and corporate events and stuff, which you're going to give me the backstory on that in just a second. How's it been for you? Like, tell me, give me like a a brief uh, overview.
1: Well, like you say, we're an event venue here and luckily i've stayed healthy through it all and my family has too but Mm -hmm. with our venue here yes it's hit us hard and i've heard same as you said that there are some companies that have done excellent landscapers things like that that have just i mean their business is booming now with us because of having groups together we've had a hard time. It's just starting to really come back. It started coming back about a month ago and then the governor made another announcement or about COVID hitting again. And so it's kind of slowed down, but now we're starting to get back into it. So hopefully we'll get some. We've done a lot of smaller like ceremonies and stuff for under 20 people, but you know, as you probably know, that ain't much income. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's what keeps you going.
0: Right. I feel like it's just adapt and overcome mode. But before we get too far into all this, because I'm sure we'll probably touch back on it later, give us a little history, a little background on you. Give us a little history and background on Vine's Mansion.
1: Okay. I'm actually an accountant, and that's how I started off with this business. I have three sons and a granddaughter that I love to spend time with. And then I work here at Vines Mansion, which um, I've been with them for about 26 years now together.
0: Wow.
1: We used to have some other properties also, but this is a smaller business that's family-owned. And I enjoy what I do. So I kind of, you know, with a smaller company, you pick up and do different jobs and different things.
0: Sure, so what is your official title with Vines Mansion? General Manager. Okay, you're the general, you are, you are the boss.
1: Yeah, I guess that's what you'd say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bus stops with you. Yeah. Um, so um, that's cool. 20, you said 26 years? Yes. It's so hard to find anybody who's done anything for 26 years anymore, it seems. Like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, um, you're, I mean, you're kind of a, a I mean, I feel like, so many people in the industry sort of jump from place to place as, you know, they, you know, as time moves on and it seems like it's a lot more of a common thing for people to jump places or, uh, you know, jump venues to manage or jump uh, yeah. between this company and that company. And, and it's, I mean, a 26 year, 10 years, pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, like you said, especially in this industry, but.
0: Right. Um, I got to tell you, that's uh, Pretty impressive. So tell me, I mean, since you have, I mean, 26 years at this one venue, you're gonna have a lot to say. Tell me about the venue. Tell me, um, tell me what makes it special. Tell me why people love it so much.
1: We are kind of exclusive in a lot of ways, especially in Gwinnett County, which is where we're located. Mm -hmm. The property is actually owned by Gwinnett County and we have it separated. The back half is actually a Gwinnett County Park. And then the house and the mansion sits on about um, six to eight acres. And we maintain everything on our side. But anybody who books with us has exclusive rights to go out to the park for pictures, mostly the weddings and stuff. They love going back there because there's a huge lake back there. And there's several different gardens. There's Rose Garden, there's an Asian Garden. And so it is a beautiful property and it's very quiet area. So it's not, it's a passive park too. So there's no ball fields or playgrounds or anything like that. And then our mansion, we have several different areas that people can do and inside as well as outside. So of course, most people that come here are wanting something to do outside as well as using the house.
0: Sure. I mean, I can imagine with that sort of exclusivity, like on the entire property, being able to um, sort of pick your pick your poison, so to speak, uh, like where you'd like to set up and, and do different things. Makes for a really interesting time, I'm sure. Um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. I mean, that sounds really cool. I mean, is it like pretty well secluded as far as the property is concerned, like with like natural like trees and stuff to where people can't really see in from any particular you know is is it pretty exclusive like that on the five or six acres that you have
1: we are we sit back way off the street and stuff and there's a gate that goes around the front with a brick wall so i mean over the years the last 20 years and stuff that it's been built up around us originally when i started here across the street was just woods and things like that. But now there are a lot of neighborhoods, but one, when, when you're on our property, you really can't hear, you know, because we do sit back and kind of in the middle of all the lands. Right. Like,
0: that, I always find that that's like, that's my favorite part of being at a venue. I think is that, um, if that venue has sort of that, um, uh, exclusive feel or, um, you know, that, that feeling of just being out in another world and you can't hear the rest of the world working, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it, it sort of like really brings everything together uh, when you're trying to celebrate someone's marriage, you know, because you feel like you're on an island or something. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. And I mean, even with like corporate events or other events, it's kind of nice because, you know, it is like you say, quiet, but yet we have huge terrace that you can go out and it has the view of the back with the lake and some of the gardens and all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a gorgeous property. Now how old is this building? Cause you said it's, it, well, you've been here for 26 it's, years. So it's at least that old.
1: Yeah. It was built in the early eighties. Okay. And it actually used to be a residence. Um, and now it's a business,
0: right? So it was, um, it was actually, uh, a, a mansion, I guess, prior to it being a, um, a private event space, I guess.
1: Yes. I think there's been a lot of stuff added on to it. I know mm-hmm. we've added a little bit, but, um, when it, I guess it was donated to Gwinnett County is what the history of it is after the residents left.
0: But mm. the gentleman
1: who owned it loved gardens. And so that's why he had all the property and built the several different kinds of gardens. Right. And he donated it to the county. And the county had it, ran it as a restaurant and special event facility for about five years. Mm. And then our company came in and started running it.
0: That's amazing. So you mentioned other, pre, like just for a second, just for people to gain perspective. Um, here on the podcast, like you, uh, you mentioned that there were other properties that this particular company owns. Tell us about what is the name of this company?
1: This is our legal name is Georgia fine restaurants. And then DBA is Vines mansion, Uh but we used to own little gardens, restaurant and special event facility over in Lilburn. Uh And then we also, um, ran the Houston mill down at Emory for a couple of years also. Okay. But now we just have this one property
0: so now you're back down to just uh, this uh, this particular property and no no right. other right got it right um, that's so cool and you've been through the whole i mean the whole history of this right i mean twenty six years how long yeah. was this particular mm-hmm. company going before you jumped in
1: It was about ten years more than that so okay. so yeah. you're I mean, you're pretty much
0: Yeah, you're pretty much a founder, you know, Um, which is cool. Uh, I mean, it's just so rare to find somebody that has been doing, um, you know, working for the same company or anything like, you know, 26 years. I just think that's amazing.
1: Um, Yeah, it's been interesting. You see a lot of changes and all too in the industry. Right.
0: Yeah. Tell me about tell me about what you uh, that's a great pivot point. Tell me about the changes that you've seen. Um, tell me about the changes that you maybe predict with all of this pandemic stuff going on.
1: That I wish I could predict. <laughs> but In the past, I mean, you used to have like your regular wedding months and months that were big bookers and stuff like that, where the people were really interested. Now it's kind of, a you know, mix match of everything. And um, there's, I wouldn't say that there's one particular month anymore that is a big wedding season, as far as that goes. Before it was always, you know, in June and May would be your biggest months. Now you pretty much have from April through October, and even now you're getting a lot more November and December weddings. Mm -hmm. So just because of decorations and things like that. Right. Uh, And then you have the other events, corporate events, birthdays and stuff like that, that always fill in the other months. These days, though, everybody's, it's just getting married, but they don't really have a particular, I mean, you still have heavier months, but not like it used to be.
0: Right. So, With the changes that's happened over the years, I mean, um, and and the broadening out of the seasons um, from, you know, it being very hyper focused on a couple of months a year to now Mm -hmm. being spread out throughout the year. um, Does the venue just, how does it operate price wise? Is it like a, is it just, if you're going to be here, this is the price or is there preferred pricing for say Saturdays versus uh, Sundays or a Tuesday?
1: Yeah, there's price differences. Saturday evenings are prime, prime time. Sure. And then Saturday afternoons, then it usually goes to Sundays and then Fridays. And then Monday through Thursdays really cheap. So, you know, that's what I always tell the budget-friendly brides that are real sticklers on their budget and stuff is Monday through Thursdays. And of course, most of those are a little bit smaller and even when they're not. Anybody who's going to come to your wedding is really going to come no matter when you have it. So, as right. far as saving money, Monday through Thursdays are a lot cheaper.
0: Right. But, Do you feel like you get a lot of Monday through Thursday weddings? I mean, you might get if you if you've not gotten a lot now, you might get some on this COVID thing whenever all the dates start overlapping for reschedules and stuff, but like um have you guys had a history with Monday through Thursday
1: weddings? Yes. The last couple of years especially Mondays and Thursdays are very, very popular. That is Um, interesting. And we've actually had quite a few, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday ones too. But most of those, like, especially the Tuesday and Wednesdays, are smaller ones. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, we do. And like you said, with COVID, because we allowed all the brides to move out their dates from, you know, from this year to next year, of course, we've lost those dates have been rebooked for new events. So people are filling in more weekdays now too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's been a, uh, a very common conversation that I've had with people um, over the last month or so um, in this podcast, talking about the, you know, the real challenges of handling, you know, more than one client that wants the same day that's rescheduling versus, you know, someone had already had the day from previously booked and then now they wanna reschedule on that day and it's like, it's, it's impossible. Um, I, I wanna say that uh, it, on your website, um, which I'll link uh, in the descriptions uh, for the podcast, but uh, for everybody to check out because you gotta see this property, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, the, it, I think it mentioned that you guys only have one event per allotted time, right?
1: For a lot, a lot of times, yes. We'll do two events in a day, but one's like early morning and then right. the evening one. Have but you, at or the people, moment, you only do one at a time.
0: Okay. Yeah, sure. So um, speaking to that, um, have you guys seen that trend of like all the brunch weddings that are sort of happening now? Um, yes. Have you guys, you guys have seen a little bit of that? That's cool. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, we've seen I, quite I a think bit. I that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> well, I do, too. I think the brunch ones are really neat, especially for those people who are coming from out of town or something like that, too, and that are budget-friendly, too, because a lot of them that are doing the brunch ones don't necessarily need all the DJ or the alcohol as much, things like that.
0: Right. Let's talk about um, uh, some of the... Uh, your your space as far as how it's set up for people that are potentially interested in having entertainment at their wedding or their corporate event um, or uh, just private party in general. Do you guys mostly do DJs or is it a thing where you guys also do like other types of live entertainment?
1: We do both. We allow the um, bride and groom or the corporate group. We have a list of preferred vendors, but they can bring in whoever they want as far as DJs and music go. So we get a lot of variety of, From um, bands to DJs to things like that.
0: Right. That's cool. Um, Everybody always has like a a slightly different spin on it and sometimes you never know what people uh, approve basically like sometimes they have sound ordinances and stuff like that. So it's always just nice to let the listeners know um, just a smidge about that. Um, That's so cool. I mean, I feel like just the industry itself is evolving so quickly. I feel like this COVID situation just basically pushed the pedal down, you know, and fast forwarded us 20 years. And so we're having to deal with all of these issues that we maybe thought it would become a thing in the future. Um, and now it's uh, right here upon us. Um, one of those things for me uh, that I've noticed is people doing a lot of virtual weddings and doing, you know, smaller weddings, but then adding in the... Um, you know, the advancements of technology to sort of bring a community of people together that's not able to get on a plane and come and be a part of their wedding. Have you guys had any sort of experience or um, with that so far?
1: Yes. That's definitely been a big, I've lost my sound with you. Oh, have you? Oh. There it is. Okay, we back?
0: Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Well, you know, Zoom's always crazy. but the, uh, but the, um, but yeah. So you so you uh, so you have seen some of that um, virtual wedding uh, stuff being done at your uh, your space. What what do you feel like? Do you have any sort of inclination or like feeling about like what the future might be with that?
1: I think it's going to be real popular even in the future. That whether you know for those people that can't come to the weddings, they're going to do the Zoom and. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I also think that maybe numbers are gonna be smaller than they used to be for quite a while because of that being something that people can do, so.
0: Right, yeah, it, it seems like right now, no matter what side of the aisle you're on about this whole COVID thing, um, it's, uh, it just seems like the best solution. Um, and also a lot of people, I think it is going to carry over. I think you're gonna see a lot more people that uh, maybe don't fly from San Francisco back to Atlanta for a wedding for a weekend. They, right. I'll just be there virtually for you for like four hours, you know?
1: Um, yeah. And say, see, that's what I think too.
0: Yeah. I actually think that that's going to become a thing over the next uh, few years. And I'm actually really interested in um, some of the advancements in technology as it pertains to like entertainment and stuff. Like I'm, I'm really interested to see how the industry evolves Virtually, with that as well, um, mm-hmm. you know I, I I wonder if there the days of you know um, a band bringing in all their gear and setting up and playing a wedding uh, continues to happen, or you know at some point does it start to transition to where it 's almost like you turn on a big screen TV or like a projector with some speakers, and there 's a band in front of you and it becomes like this like total request live or people are typing in, you yeah. know, like play this song and, you know, and they're like, all right, we'll play that song. Ready, man? Let's go. You know, and it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of advantages to both of those, uh, or, or there's a lot of advantages to that one particular scenario from, uh, for that reason. But, you know, that's just something that I, I've always find curious, like what the future of the industry looks like. Um, is there any trend? I that-
1: think, I think you're right with the, even with DJs and stuff, because we've seen a lot more DJs that have, and I don't know exactly how they do. I want to say your phone, but I'm sure it's not the phone, but are doing electronically and they can stand, I guess they have the wireless so they can stand in one part of the house and, you know, do the music that they want play. So yeah, you wonder if it's going to be off site some of them now and just doing the music. I mean, from an economical standpoint, wouldn't it be awesome
0: if, um, you know, we're talking about some crazy future stuff now. I didn't expect to go here, Pam. Um, the, uh, that's why I love this podcast. It just goes wherever it goes. Um, but the, uh, but I mean, it could be a thing where your DJ is in Miami Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you just uplink to his feed and then you're watching him on the feed, you know, and he's interacting with you live. Um, yeah. I, the world's interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the world's crazy. I mean, I mean, just think about 15 years ago in this, you know, yeah, you know, this phone. Um, I mean, 20, 15, 20 years ago, you know, this was a dumb phone, you know, oh, and yeah. it was, it come out, you know, that's how fast yeah. we've come in, in 20 years. Just blows yes. my mind. Um, it does, I know. <laughs> so um so tell me like so when you bring somebody onto this property and you're you're showing them what's the wow factor what's the thing that you see that uh most bride and grooms like really gravitate to like from the start
1: it's probably like i say the view that they get from here as well as the mansion itself because we have chandeliers in part of the mansion so you can do it very elegant if you want and then we have other sections of the house that aren't quite as elegant as some of them say and so they can kind of you know if they don't want it so elegant or formal they can kind of downsize it and then the biggest attraction right now that we have is our huge terrace that we have that leads right out from one of the main rooms. And so they can um, encompass both inside and outside right there. And everybody's still a part of it.
0: Mm. So is this a venue that people can, like, is there like a um, sort of like a a hotel aspect to this venue? Um, Or is it just more like a day of sort of thing? I mean, some people go to these venues and they can stay for like the weekend. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, this is just a day of. Mm -hmm. We don't have any rooms or boarding or anything like that. Right.
0: Okay. Um, I couldn't quite tell that from whenever I looked at the website. So I wanted to make sure that I asked that for the people that's listening at home because it is gorgeous and people need to uh, check that out. I'm actually super partial to the, when you said the rose garden that immediately made me think of my grandmother and, um, and her, she had this huge rose garden and Mm -hmm. you could like pretty much walk through her yard um and it was like you were in this experience of like being around all these roses um yeah. i'm i i gotta see this rose garden
1: <laughs> you need to come and visit it's beautiful out there there's um statuary and pillars and stuff with it too with the roses growing up and around it awesome
0: right um i, I just uh i mean the experience of showing up every day and working in a place like that. I mean, you must feel like you're on top of the world like every morning when you walk in, right? I mean, or does, it, or does it just become sort of just a routine?
1: Some stuff becomes a routine, but it's also nice if you're stressed, you know, if I'm having a real stressful day and stuff, I just go out back and walk for a little while and then, you know, it kind of refreshes you. You see all the gardens and the lake and just, I mean, it's nice.
0: I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like working in heaven for a day, right? You know, yeah. and it, I mean, it's like accessible anytime you want it.
1: Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. With that uh, being said, it is a huge property though, too, and it's a lot of walking inside the house as well as outside. So,
0: well, you get your steps in, so that's good, oh, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish it worked. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: So what? Um. So, how many square feet
1: is it again? It's 28,000 square feet. It's big. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's massive. And that's, that's the, that's the property itself or is that the building?
1: That's the building.
0: Wow. It's
1: that's, a larger.
0: Yeah, that's a large building. That's a lot of steps mm-hmm. from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. The um, what, uh, so you said things were picking back up post COVID for you. Um, how many events do you guys usually do a year there?
1: Usually we'll do about 75 events a year, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the future, hopefully at least that, if not more, but Whoa. sure. Yeah, that's for all kinds of events from, I mean, we do a lot of Sweet Sixteens are very popular the last couple of years. So we do a cool. lot of those, um, even memorial services. A lot of people come out here because just of the ambiance with the property and Sure. So we do every kind of event. So sweet 16s,
0: you're doing weddings, you're doing funerals. Uh, you're yeah. doing uh, uh, a
1: lot of corporate events we do.
0: Yeah. Tell me about the the corporate side of things that you, that you guys um, that you guys do. Like what are some of the things that you offer corporate clients that make them want to come to you?
1: Well, we have the breakout rooms as well as the outdoors. So a lot of Corporate meetings that are possibly all day to get away from the office, they have a whole different ambiance with the building as well as the outdoors. And people can go walk out in the park or walk on the property whenever, you know, they have breakout times. So that's probably the biggest draw with the corporate is the separate rooms that you can do and have, you know, different events going on.
0: Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, that's the real trend these days in the corporate world is to get out of the office, go somewhere that's remote or go somewhere that's like away from distractions and mm-hmm. uh, or these normal distractions and really focus in on the team. And um, so I would imagine that a place like that would be very attractive for, uh, for you and for them. Yeah. Um, well, this has been awesome. Um, is there... As we start to close this out, I'd like to ask you a few questions that are personal, that, okay. are, that are more about you specifically. So if people do call uh, Vines Mansion, they'll be speaking with you about the property, right? Yes. So that's, I wanna make sure that everybody that's listening knows a little bit about you and, uh, and, and gives a fuller picture as to who you are and how awesome you are because you just don't meet people that's been at a venue for 26 years very often. Um, so, um, so let me ask you a few questions. Mm -hmm. And I promise they're PG, so it'll be all right. Uh, (laughs) Um, so are you a beach girl or a mountain girl? Beach girl,
1: Beach girl, you have a favorite beach. I like both, but I, the beach, I love the water.
0: You like the water. Is there one, is there one particularly that like comes to mind immediately?
1: Well, Ponce Inlet, down in Florida, we go there every year. My family, we get all get together, brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews, my children. There's like 26 of us, and we've been going for the last like 30 years. Wow. Every year, 26 yeah, We people. all rent condos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah.
0: Now, where is that beach in Florida? Because I, I actually don't know that particular beach. It's south of Daytona. Okay, so it's on the uh, the east side there. That's yes. cool. Um, yeah, all right. Um, very, very nice. Are you a uh, – do you like
1: sports at all? I do. I like to walk. I like volleyball. And, I mean, I like all kinds of sports, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What, 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 tell me some of your favorite teams.
1: Well, I don't know. If I, I, it's mostly college ball and stuff like that, and it's because I have three sons. So, I think – into football and stuff so a lot of it's college I have one son that graduated from Georgia Tech and Uh I have a son that graduated from Clemson so there's always you know controversy there oh yeah
0: that's a that's an that's an ACC uh, matchup every year yeah Uh, oh that's that's cool um but I like the college teams you like college more than pro That's that's cool I'm more of a pro guy myself but like um, but I am partial to uh, some college teams, um, also. Do you have a go-to favorite food or
1: restaurant? Italian food is my favorite, and I it? eat Italian food almost anywhere. Yes. Have you ever been to Italy? <laughs> I have. Yeah. I love your I've been over there several times. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're a veteran. Yes, my mother's actually English, and so when my children were small, we would go to Europe quite a bit. And then um, when my boys graduated from high school, that's what they wanted to do for their graduation present was tour Europe. So we went all through Europe. Ah, well, that's awesome. Um, I love I traveling. Mean,
0: there's, yeah, there's no, there's no better uh, place to experience Italian food than in Italy, right?
1: Yeah, and it's different than here in the States though.
0: (laughs) It really is. Um, It really is. you have an authentic Italian meal from someone who has, you know, that's essentially, you know, fresh from Italy um, or Mm -hmm. had a family that was from Italy that learned all the techniques, it's a completely different experience. Um, That is for sure. Um, So uh, do you like coffee or do you like tea? Uh,
1: Neither, I like Diet
0: Coke. (laughs) i think the first person that works in the wedding industry that i've met that does not like coffee or tea
1: yeah i'm not a big one for either one
0: (laughs) well that's all right diet coke is if diet coke is your thing then that's your thing
1: yeah that's my coffee (laughs) um are you a
0: reader do do you read any books or anything i do i read quite a bit okay what's what
1: was the last book you read Oh, I don't remember names, I'm terrible, I'm old. <laughs> I don't remember the names of them all, but um, I you know, will usually read the back of the book, to see if I've read it before and things like that. But I love everything from mysteries to, you know, when I get tired of mysteries, I'll read a love story or oh, okay. a, a true story, a book about a true story. So I, I'll read anything. Right. Uh, History is not one of my favorite, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that's cool. Um, I feel like I find myself just reading like marketing and advertising books all the time now. And I've never thought I'd be that person. But here I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. It's funny what you evolve into from the reader's perspective. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Do you? uh, I assume you might have a favorite band or somebody that you like to listen to? Like you have a favorite genre of music?
1: Um yeah, I'm kind of old as you can say, with the Elton John and yeah. Ariel Speedwagon and all that kind of generation. But yeah. I mean I like any kind of music I have on. Um the older stuff I like better, yes. Right,
0: sure. Yeah, I mean the the classics for a reason, right?
1: Yeah. Um, exactly.
0: Yeah, I feel like that. I feel um I like Ario Speedwagon. I them. Like I also uh, you know, you know, I like Yes and like, like uh, oh, yeah. electric
1: orchestra and all that stuff, you know? Like, yep. I'm, I'm totally into that world. Um, I like those too. It depends on the mood I'm in and what I listen to most, but yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I feel like I'm getting to know you on a whole nother level. Uh, I knew, I, knew I, I, I felt like, I mean, I obviously have guitars all around me. So I yeah, always have musical inclinations and I, I, I kind of pegged you as like a rock and roll girl.
1: Yeah, I like
0: rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, do you have any sort of, this is a great time to let the world know. Do you have any sort of like hidden talents or things that you do well that maybe wouldn't be obvious to somebody that you know?
1: I don't know about that. I mean, I love crafts and I do a lot of woodworking and Woodworking. Uh,
0: Tell me about woodworking. What, what do you do with woodworking?
1: Well, I just recently, in the last couple of years, have gotten into Intarsia. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's kind I have of no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of making different things out, of, you know, making like, for instance, the fish out of different kinds of woods. And it's oh. like a puzzle. You do it different pieces together, but it's forming a picture. And I enjoy that a lot. I don't get a lot of time to work on it, but I enjoy working on that. And then, um, I love to sew. I have all kinds of crafts that I do. Wow. So go
0: back and what was the word called again? Because I'm going to look this up again. It was
1: Intarzia. Intarzia.
0: All right. Yeah. I got to become educated. <laughs> my, uh, uh, I've had many of my friends and family do woodworking, but like uh, they're, uh, you know, I don't know that I've ever heard that word come out of their mouth. So they must not be as advanced as you.
1: Well, it's kind of a it's I don't know if it's advanced, but I guess it's kind of a dying industry because it Mm -hmm. takes a lot. And there's a lady that I actually um, learned it from who teaches it over in Tennessee up in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And I took a class from her and just have really liked it. So.
0: And to our final question, what is the best piece of advice that anyone has ever given you?
1: to enjoy life and spend time with family because they're the ones that are always there and just enjoy yourself. Don't stress and make your life terrible. You can make what bad into something good.
0: I love it. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Everybody give it up for Pam. She was awesome. And uh, make sure you check out Vines Mansion with the link uh, in this podcast and, uh, on YouTube. So thank you so much for being here and taking time to be with us, Pam. We appreciate you.
1: Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. We'll see you next time.